0: Welcome to the Exercises for Everyone podcast, where we talk about all things related to exercise, regardless of having limitations or not. Our guests provide information, insight, and inspiration to get you moving and keep you going. My name is Wendy Kleinke, and I am your host. So let's get started. Hello. Welcome to the Exercises for Everyone podcast. Um, okay, we have Brianna here with us, and she has an amazing story to share with us. She really is such an inspiration. Brianna, I'm going to let you kind of take it away, but
1: please share you. with us,
0: um, you know, how exercise has touched and changed your
1: life. Thank you. Thank you so much, Wendy. Thank you for having me today. Um, my story starts a very long time ago, Um actually from the day I was born I was born with a heart condition and back in 89 uh, my mom was told that I wasn't going to survive I wasn't going to leave the hospital she was very heartbroken from stories I've heard from my family um, I spent about three months in the hospital they were coming to visit me every single day luckily as we can say by now I made it out everybody was very happy my name actually my name. Bul- Bulgarian name because I was born in Bulgaria, means fighter. And it's the name that my mom wanted to give me because I made it out of the hospital and I survived. I still have a heart condition to this day. I keep in touch with my doctor. For now, he's saying everything is good. I was able to uh, outgrow a big part of the issue, but my heart still functions at about 80 to 90% capacity compared to people who are my age. Through exercise, I was able to change the way that I feel, the way that my body actually functions. I remember as a kid, I wasn't able or allowed to be part of any physical education classes, which when you're a kid kind of leaves you feeling left out. You're not playing with the other kids. You're not making any friends due to the fact that I wasn't even able to play around with everybody else because my heart would actually start hurting. I would get chest pain if I was to start sprinting or just get active at all. I would never engage with other kids. So I kind of grew up being a little socially awkward, very shy. I was shy for very, very, very long time. And exercise is the one thing that helped me overcome this painfully shy attitude that I had. I was afraid of entering a room with more than a few people because I felt so uncomfortable. Obviously not being active at all. I put on a certain amount of pounds. I was I was very much on the, um, I would say on the fluffy side for a kid and then it got worse and worse. I never got to what one would classify as obese but I definitely felt uncomfortable with my body. And the one thing that I realized recently is that I have these memories from when I was a kid of going through magazines. We used to see all of these beautiful models. And back in the 90s, tie gap was the thing and everybody wanted to have a tie gap and everybody wanted to have a flat stomach. And I was just looking at myself and just squeezing my ties and thinking, wow, this looks terrible and I just hated myself so much and obviously that brings a bunch of low self-esteem and if you don't really love yourself how is anybody else going to love you at all and um, I just when I realized that and that was something that happened to me recently I want to say over the last couple of years I realized that I was able to go from that to now completely being in love with myself when I look in the mirror I feel comfortable when I go to the beach whatever I do I feel confident when I enter a room I have no issues introducing myself to people speaking to people and it's been a total 180 flip so as I was going about my childhood around the age of 14 a friend of mine joined the gym just a conventional gym and he asked me would you like to come Now I didn't have many friends back in the day. I didn't do much with other people. All of my hobbies were very solitary. I used to love reading books. I used to play the piano for hours. I used to sing by myself. I was very creative, but just always by myself. So it took me a while, but then I said, okay, let's join this gym. Let's see what the gym is all about. And of course, having somebody to go to the gym with kind of removes the pressure and how awkward you feel because you're kind of shadowing them at the gym, although you have no idea what's going on. (laughs) You're still doing something. It's some type of exercise. So that's how I started off. I also felt more comfortable and my doctor too because he said, listen, since you're just going to the gym, you're going to be lifting some weights, some machines. You're not going to be doing anything strenuous. You're not going to be out of breath. You can control. If you're not feeling okay, you can just stop. And then you can go home, and next time you're going to think whether you're going to go or do that, or we're going to come up with a strategy. So I eased into the gym by starting with bodybuilding. I would say bodybuilding, although I didn't really know what it was back in the day. <laughs> but that's let's say I was a regular gym goer, and then um, eventually it progressed to true bodybuilding, um, strength training. I got certified and educated, and um, Right now, I uh, also do CrossFit. Three years ago, I started doing CrossFit. Um, I started doing endurance running, which was very surprising to me. My doctor and my mom, the most I ever ran was 10 miles. And I did that a few months ago. It took me about an hour and 50 minutes. I'm not a fast runner. However, I'm really happy with everything that I've been able to achieve with my body. I know that now I can endure, I am strong, stronger than the average person of my size. So exercise really changed, it changed my mindset, it changed my relationship with my body, it changed my relationship with everybody else, the way I see and experience the world. And I cannot be happier than I started doing that when I was a teenager.
0: That's amazing. So what was the trigger for you to really make that change? You know, I find that a lot of times people are having some kind of change of life or something happens to them or somebody says just the right thing to them that makes them want to do something different. What was that for you? I mean,
1: as a teenager, how old were you, you said? 14, 15 Yeah, so Um, I wouldn't say that there was one specific trigger for me. It was more so a gradual beginning and a set of things that were happening. I guess when I was 14 to 15, that's when I put on most of my weight. And I guess that's also the peak of being an awkward teenager and you're not sure what's going on with your body. And you also feel like you're kind of an adult, but you really are not. And I remember... That specific summer before I started going to the gym, I went to the beach and there was um, a group of boys around my age, maybe a little bit older. And I was with some friends of mine. We passed by and one of my friends got upset because she overheard that group of boys talked to each other and comment on my appearance. And they, they said, oh, she has a pretty face. Too bad her body looks like this. And it was something that really hurt me. And it was just that around that time, so many small things happened that they kind of made me say, okay, listen, I need to start this. And I had no intention of ever getting to the point of where I am now. It was a journey of, I would do something, I would get to a specific level and then I would feel comfortable and I would stop and I would just stay there. And even 67 years ago, Um, I got into a relationship with somebody who inspired me a lot to change. And I am forever going to be grateful to him because he had a way of uh, seeing things that was very different than me. I used to think that I was already so advanced, so strong. And then he came to me and he was like, but can you do this? And can you do that? And I was like, oh no, I cannot do these things. But I wanted to really prove, for example, a certain specific amount of push-ups or can you do pull-ups? And I, I thought I was here. Am I thinking I am advanced, but then this guy comes and he's like, but can you actually do pull-ups? And I'm like, Oh no. I actually cannot do pull ups. (laughs) So i kind of took it as a challenge. And I was like, okay, so if I was able to get to this point, it means that I do have the strength in me, I just need something to push me. And for me, that specific person became very important, because he helped me push through so many boundaries and just tap into my inner potential. And from there, I haven't stopped.
0: That's amazing. And now you've gone from having that be a part of really kind of peeling out who you really are and overcoming the shyness like it's it's really worked wonders for your self-esteem you've transformed your body right and you've really kind of stepped into the woman that you are today why don't you tell us a little
1: bit about that like what do you do now Yeah, of course. Well, it's been about four or five years now, maybe a little less, that I started working with personal training and nutrition coaching because having been through so much, I found out that it's just, it's life-changing and it's amazing and it's so rewarding when you get to help someone. And what I love about it is that Well, besides the fact that people come to you and they tell you the nicest things like, thank you so much, because I finally feel comfortable in my body. I've had clients email me in the middle of their vacation to send me a picture in their bikini and to say, listen, I feel so comfortable with my body and I love it. And it's just such a nice and like warm and fuzzy feeling that you get when you read all of those messages and emails but more so I love transforming the way that they think and the way that they see nutrition the way that I coach people is not to see food as an enemy not feel guilty, more so to understand where you are right now, where do you want to get, how to use food and exercise in order to get to where you want to be. And then from there, it, you know, it doesn't need to be all very restrictive, but also I love inspiring and coaching women and helping them to actually get as strong as they are meant to be. I feel like for many of us ladies, we tend to think that we are not strong, the boys can do all of this, they can lift that, they can do this, they can they can be everything and anything, and we are just limiting ourselves to like this small box that we put ourselves in, and we think that we cannot, I cannot, I, I work with so many girls, and they say, oh, but I could never do more than 15 pounds overhead, but why? Of course, you're going to, you're not going to start with anything very heavy, I also started with 5 to 10 pounds, nobody starts at crazy weight, but if you keep on pushing and just having the mindset of, I can do more, and I remember when I started lifting heavier, there was this specific um, trainer that I was following on social media, and she was much tinier than me, but she was lifting all of these crazy weights, and every single time I would hit the gym, I was thinking to myself, okay, if she can do it, I can do it. If she can lift this weight, I can lift this weight too, obviously with proper form and stuff like that. So that's the one thing that I absolutely love is making people women especially and people in general but women in specific. I have a thing for helping women because I can relate to them a lot more of course being in the same situation that we are so much stronger than we think we are. We can do so much more. Absolutely. And you've, you've
0: overcome so many things, like you've had so many obstacles in your way. And I think that sometimes as women, especially, you know, as we're getting older and having children, it's really easy to kind of shove yourself aside, because you take your roles so seriously, like your role of motherhood and your role of wife or partner, very, very seriously. And those are obstacles that we all kind of need to overcome because taking care of your body, you only get one,
1: right? Yeah, exactly. You only get one. And the thing that I always tell people is if your cup is empty, you can't pour into somebody else's cup. And a lot of my clients are women who have two three kids. They are busy professionals. And uh, Although I don't have kids, I can understand because me also, when I'm with somebody that I love, I I just love giving them everything. I want to make sure that you're fed. I want to make sure that your clothes are clean. I want to make sure that you're going to sleep and you're happy and everything is taken care of. And then I kind of take a second seat to whoever I am with or I'm taking care of, whether that be a partner or a family member. So I can understand how being a mother that feeling is going to be a million times stronger. But at the same time, you really need to take care of yourself. And I see a lot of my clients, I've worked with some women who went through pregnancy while we were working together and then they gave birth. And I understand it's a really difficult time. And transitioning also, I think it's also important to consider the fact that we are emotionally transitioning through different periods in life and our hormones are all over the place. And it's just, it's really not easy. We have to learn how to put ourselves first in the fact that, that it's not selfish to think about ourselves first, whether that be for five, 10 or 15, 20 minutes a day, whatever it is.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So you've gone through several different cycles in the exercise realm, and now you're a professional. Who do you help like more frequently? Like I know a lot of times, like we have like a lot of clients, but like, do you help more with like weight loss? Do you help more with like getting stronger? Like who
1: is the... I would say the majority of my clients uh, would like to lose weight. And as we start working together, a lot of the people that I've worked with, they are actually in a, a good shape. I wouldn't say that they're in a bad shape. And as we start working together, they realize maybe they drop five pounds and they realized, okay, so maybe I want to get stronger because I keep on telling them and working on their mindset. And I keep on reminding them, listen, you're not actually as bad as you think you are. We are always our own worst critiques. We are always the ones to judge ourselves so hard in the mirror. I'm always slacking. This is not good. So I try to explain to them and just point at the good things. I would say everybody starts off as wanting to lose weight. I've even worked with some people who went from wanting to lose weight to wanting to gain muscle, strength. They kind of transition um, throughout our time together. Of course, it depends how long we are working together for, but the majority of people we do work together for about one to two years. I think it's a reasonable time to work with somebody For the rest of the people i really wish they would understand that if you're trying to make a major life change it is simply not going to happen in three months yes you're going to make progress of course you're going to learn a lot but if you're trying to lose even 20 pounds in three months unless you're starting at over 400 pounds it's just not going to happen and the thing is that what is most important to me is the mindset change You can lose all of the weight in the world while you're working with me. But if your mindset doesn't change and your behaviors and eating habits don't change over time, whenever we don't work together anymore, you're going to put the weight back on. And sadly, with a small amount of people, that happens.
0: Yeah, definitely. You know, it's definitely about creating like more permanent change, like you're like you're talking about, for sure. Yes. Um, and you're right. Like, it's not going to just happen overnight. I mean, and I think that a lot of people really understand that and they, they know it. What would you say to someone who is really maybe needs to lose quite a bit of weight and is, has like a roadblock, like, you know, they have like that mindset block, like, it's just so much. I just, I don't even want to think about it. And I know I need to do it, but I just, I don't, I can't. What? Well, how would you encourage yes. them?
1: It is very overwhelming. Well, I always start by recognizing how they feel. I think it's really important because often uh, people look at a coach in the way that they look and they're thinking, oh, you definitely don't understand the way that I feel because you've never been in my position. And maybe I haven't been in the exact same position, but I can understand and relate to where you've been. And I feel like we have all felt uh, to a certain extent, like I cannot do this. This is just more. I cannot simply think of everything that I need to do. Now, obviously if somebody like that is able to afford a coach that is going to be the best situation ever a good coach because not every coach is created equal uh some people simply do not care enough to coach through the mindset phase they would simply assign macros or send a, a meal plan made for everybody and that's about it but if you're able to find a coach who's going to and, and afford of course a coach who's going to guide you through the mindset that would be the best uh, possible thing to do. If not, it will be just taking it one step at a time. Because if you have a lot of weight to lose, and you feel very lost, and you don't know what to do, clearly starting with uh, 10 to 12 goals, I'm going to start drinking water, I'm going to wake up at 6am, I'm going to walk 12k steps a day, and I'm going to work out six times in like all of this together, you're just not going to stick to that. It's way too drastic of a change. So I would say, identify one thing, because even Changing one thing is already good enough. Um, we identify that one thing and just stick to it for a month, even two months, as long as it takes for you to make it a habit. And then let's say that thing is going to be drinking enough water a day. And then you realize that eventually, oh, wow, I actually stuck to this habit. Now it's it's me. It's part of me. It's something that I do. I drink all of my water regardless, uh, whether I'm stressed, I don't have time. I'm all, It doesn't matter. I'm having my water. And once you've established that, you can move on and add something else okay so maybe now I can focus on eliminating processed junk food but don't of course eliminate all of it because you're going to eventually go back to it identify the one thing you're having I find that a lot of people um, who eat processed foods they tend to have their go-to three to five items uh, that they enjoy whether that be the ego waffles or um, cupcakes or Starbucks frappuccinos or whatever just identify those top priority items that you have and you're not supposed to be having and eliminate one by one not eliminate I would say find a healthier replacement because if you do enjoy let's say a Starbucks frappuccino what can you do you can find some recipes, get a blender, anything just to make something that's as satisfying to you at home and you're also going to save up money from that. So step by step, it is always step by step.
0: Yeah, definitely. you know, and I think it kind of depends on the person too, like the type of um, you know swap that you're gonna do. yeah, because you may have somebody that doesn't really care about the cost and so maybe they just need to get a different drink at Starbucks right? Yeah. Like maybe course. they need to get, you know, like an iced coffee or, you know, something that doesn't yeah, have the sugar-free
1: syrups, yeah. uh, less palms and all of that. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Because
0: for some people, like it might just seem like that's too much work, right? Yes. Like getting a blender and all stuff, so like that's too much work. But other people might be like, oh, I could totally do that. And I would save a bunch of money. So yeah, I, yeah, right. yeah absolutely. I think that, you know, just finding ways that are going to work based on the individual, you know, like, everything that Brianna is saying, it, it may not be like, it's not cookie cutter, you know? Yeah,
1: no. Yeah. It's
0: it's definitely can be tailored to the individual, you know, tailored to exactly what you need. And, you know, you just have to kind of put a little bit of thought into it and work on, you know, just doing things like one step at a time, because sometimes big goals, like 20 pounds can feel like a lot, you know, it it really can. And it doesn't necessarily have to take a really long time. But even just like getting over that thought process, you just have to, like you said, just pick one thing to work on, one thing,
1: and then just perfect
0: that. I love that. That That's such a great concept. Absolutely.
1: And I always tell my clients just to focus on making good choices one day at a time. All 100% of my clients, regardless of their goal, whether that be Put on weight, lose weight, gain muscle mass. Everybody tends to get um, very anxious when they think about the end goal and they're like, oh my God, am I gonna make it? Oh my God. So they put all of this pressure on themselves and they mess up. It's a lot of pressure. Whenever we feel pressure on us, we do tend to mess up. I think that's the human thing to do. So instead, I always tell them, you know, just wake up tomorrow and focus on making good choices. Tomorrow, Just tomorrow. Don't even think about the day after tomorrow. Don't even think about the end of the week. Normally with my clients, we do weekly check-ins where they submit measurements and pictures and weight. And a lot of people feel some type of weight, especially females around their period or ovulation, whenever we tend to put on some some pounds, they would say, oh, no, I'm not going to do my check-in this week. I'm going to do it next week because I have to get my period. And I tell them, but listen, first of all, the numbers do not define you second second of all um you shouldn't already it's monday you shouldn't be worried about your sunday check-in you should worry about making good choices today you know eat healthy today exercise today and then tomorrow you're going to think about something else so it's really important to not put all of that pressure on yourself because i feel like ultimately anybody would fail it's like going to a competition or preparing for a competition and you're already worried about the end result listen you're just going to get there and you're going to do your best definitely
0: yeah absolutely like just doing your best with the time that you have in the moment that you're in i think that's that's great that's amazing so brianna would you mind sharing with us um a little bit about how you help your clients like i know that you do um a a couple different modalities like you work in person and online can you share with us a little bit about what that looks like
1: yeah of course so in person is a pretty typical thing that um you know, from a from a personal trainer, you meet, you talk, you get an assessment. Um, depending on what kind of package they sign up for, I'm either going to design a program, or we're going to take it. If they get like five to ten sessions, we're gonna take it from one session to another session. I just always try to get a feel of the person and what they might be into. Some people do not like following a program where there's a progressive overload or progression in weight or anything. They like going to the gym and every single time doing something different. So you have to understand what the client is actually interested in doing, what actually sparks their fire, what gets them excited about going to the gym, Um, or If they prefer having a program, I'm going to make the assessment and then we're going to focus on just working on getting stronger for specific exercises. I also do the same online. I have a lot of clients who just contact me for program design, especially now with the pandemic and everything. People who are at home and they have a limited amount of equipment. Let's say they have a couple of dumbbells, maybe a barbell, maybe a plate. Everybody has bands that's been the most popular (laughs) equipment in 2020. So they would contact me and ask me just for program design. Um, Usually that's six to seven weeks long where I ask them about their goals. So I want to understand, I want them to always have clear goals because unless you know where you want to get to, you're never going to get to a point where you're satisfied. You have to be able to measure your progress. So for the ladies, often that would be, I want to be able to perform a set of 10 push-ups or 15 push-ups, you know, not from your knees, regular push-ups, or maybe a set of biceps curls with this and that amount of weight or squats or whatever that be. So based off where they are right now and where they want to get in six to seven weeks, I designed their programs. So my services are very customizable. It just depends on the person. I try to make it work uh, in the best way possible. And then I also work with nutrition. So with nutrition, we can do macro coaching. We can do meal plan coaching. To be honest, my favorite one would be the meal plan coaching. And most of my clients, meaning about 95% of my clients, um, do go for the meal planning simply because this is when they come to me. They tell me everything about themselves, Um, their preferences their history i want to know as much details as possible so i can be as specific as possible with the meal plan i ask them about their food preferences allergies and all of that so then i create meal plans that i renew every couple of weeks based on uh, their progress based on whatever they want i never want them to feel like they're depriving themselves of something Uh, For example, all of my female clients, um, they all like having something sweet in their days, and they always have something sweet. I am never going to tell a client, no, you cannot have something sweet. That's absolutely a no-no. If a client comes and she says she's craving chocolate, Next week, we are going to have chocolate because you can make it work. It's it's perfectly fine. Of course, it's not going to be pounds of chocolate. It's not going to be chocolate cake, but you're going to have that taste of chocolate and you're going to satisfy your taste buds and you're going to feel great about it. So a lot of my clients prefer the meal plan because they just get to tell me what they want. They don't have to think about it too much. And they also, like I said, they are moms. They're busy professionals. They don't have the time to sit down and count Calculate. They just have so much going on that they would rather receive their meal plans once every couple of weeks, print them out. Uh, they also come with a grocery shopping list. So they just go to the grocery store with that. They do their groceries or they order them online, and all they have to worry about is meal prep. And a thing that we work on is also teaching meal prep, and something that I'm starting to offer very soon hopefully would be meal prep lessons for all of my clients possibly uh, live meal prep sessions as well so I'm hoping to start that next month or in January
0: very nice that sounds amazing that's great so if someone was listening right now and was interested in maybe working with you either on the meal prep or maybe working, you know, having you help them with an exercise program, what's the
1: best way to get in touch with you? So I'm really easy to find. You can either find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook on Instagram. My name is healthy by Brianna. Uh, My website is www.healthybybrianna.com on um, Facebook. I recently just launched a Facebook group. Um, It's completely for free. It's geared towards ladies. I just want to have all of my ladies in there and share a bunch of knowledge with them. The Facebook group is called Fuel Your Training FYT Women. Um, Yeah, so you can find me on all of those and I'll send you the details to everything so we can link them.
0: Excellent. And I will have all of those links for you in the show notes. Brianna, thank you so much for sharing with thank us you. about your amazing story and, and, and your journey. Like it's just, it's, I think it's really great for people to hear someone who really had a lot of obstacles in their way and you've, you've come so far and now you're helping so many people. Um, it, it's been a, a pleasure and an honor to talk with you today. So thank I, you so much. I, yes. Thank, I just, you, so thank much you for taking anyone. the time to, to chat with us today and to, you know, share your story. Thank you. Thank
1: you. It was my pleasure. Have a good day.
0: One more thing before you go. As a fitness professional, I have a great love of exercise and a passion that there always be a space for people to get together and enjoy the types of exercise that they love. If you're interested in learning tips and strategies to help you build a fitness community of your own, please join us on Facebook. We have a free group called the Lifted Community where we talk about these ideas. Just search the Lifted Community on Facebook. I'm looking forward to seeing you there.